welcome to WrestleBuddies GameSpot's wrestling podcast about friendship, wrestling, and wrestling with friendship. I am GameSpot News Entertainment Editor Matt Elfring, and joining me is my best WrestleBuddy, GameSpot Entertainment Editor Chris Hayner. How are you doing, Chris? I'm doing fantastic, Matt, but guess what? I'm not the what? only one joining you this week. We got ghosts? We oh, got no, ghosts. not ghosts. It's no, a- I hear a ghost. It's a haunted cast. No, this week we're joined by GameSpot's <laughs> Greg Thomas. What's up, everybody? Hello. Hey, what, what's that official title? Let's go with the official. Oh, yes. What's the official title? Oh, uh, official title? Just, I guess, video producer. I'll just go with that for now. Oh, slash yeah. ghost. Slash ghost, I'm, yes. I, I'm just going to put it out there. Producers the are coast. the most powerful people in Hollywood. They are. So <laughs> we're lucky to have you. Yeah, just I'll just throw that out there next time I go out to dinner in Hollywood, and uh, we're great. There you go. What ghost or producer? Both. Ghost. Okay. Ghost, ghost producer. producer. <laughs> hey, Chris, what do we got on the show this week? All right, so we got actually we have a lot going on this week. We're gonna so as those who listened to episode one know, we dug into the greatest wrestling video games of all time. This week we're actually hitting in the other direction. We're gonna look back on the bottom five wrestling video games ever oh no oh okay we are also (laughs) (laughs) welcome to your first episode greg time to talk about things you hate yes (laughs) to be fair this is the internet we're also going to put the spotlight on a very important piece of world wrestling federation history Mm. matt is going to guide us through the introduction of not the godfather but the Mm. good father I can't believe it took us five episodes or four episodes to get here. Four episodes. Oh, and we've been waiting so long. You're going to have to wait a little <laughs> bit longer because before we do that, we are each going to look back on our first live wrestling experiences. And that should be pretty fun. Before we get into that, I, there's something I wanted to point out that is uh, between the three of us. Uh, mm. When so, so Greg is, I think, the first official third wrestle buddy. When we, like when we when yes. we started calling ourselves the Wrestle Buddies on GameSpot, absolutely. Yeah. And Greg and I also recorded a pilot podcast for another hey. wrestling oh, show. Oh, that will never, <laughs> no one ever hear it. No one will ever ever hear this I because think. it's it just was, too good. Yeah, I, it, no, I, it's it's fine. It's fine. It's, it was called Wrestling is Serious Business, and one of the segments from that show will eventually be on this show. I think next week we're doing it. It's a really really weird funny thing. I know exactly what you're talking about. And to be fair, wrestling is serious business. <laughs> it's very serious. Very. Uh, I, I gave a, um, what was it? My impression of uh, the shocker. Uh, it was Shockmaster. So, Shockmaster as it just wow. sounded like, it sounded like Hogan, but Hogan was like having a heart attack or something. It, it was bad. <laughs> it was, it was a dramatic reenactment of the Shockmaster segment from, uh, <laughs> Brawl for Bash or whatever the WCW uh, yeah, brawl, brawl. Th- brawl when he broke it was through flare the for the gold baby <laughs> flare for the gold yeah yep I want to listen to this pilot uh, I yeah maybe I'll just pull it out and just give it to like a few people it's not it's what it's what this show is now but a lot of rough edges <laughs> like the most rough edges hey man you can have I don't know about you but my edges are pretty rough oh speaking of rough edges guys let's all come together and talk about our first live wrestling experience all right we all love wrestling so we're gonna look back on our own 
first experiences with not just professional wrestling, live professional wrestling. The first show you went to, and I'm actually going to kick things off. I and it's it's a sad story because I don't remember a lot about my actual first show. It was a WWF house show in the early 90s. What mm. I remember is Bret Hart fought Yokozuna inside of a steel cage. Wow. And, <laughs> and Macho Man Randy Savage gave me a high five. Are you serious? <laughs> I am 100 percent serious. Uh, I was a kid in the stands and I and I had a Macho Man foam finger because uh, this was the first thing I got to go to without a parent because my parents what? did not want to go to wrestling. How old were you? I was not old enough to go to a wrestling show by myself. But so two years old. <laughs> this 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 was a different time when you kids you could let your kids go and they were probably safe. Uh, my mom dropped me off with ten dollars and a ticket, and uh, I used my ten dollars instead of buying concessions. I bought a Macho Man foam finger, and oh then God. when I saw when I heard his music play, I bolted past security down to the floor and over <laughs> to the entranceway and just stuck my hand out. And I was one of the lucky kids that got a high five from the Macho Man Randy Savage. That's but, incredible. But that's all I remember about the show. Like the the first live show, I actually have lots of memories of was not until I think 15 years later when I went to raw and saw mm -hmm. Shawn Michaels mm -hmm. wrestle Chris Jericho for a long time. Oh yeah. For three hours straight. No, oh, it was, was legitimately, I feel like it was maybe almost a 45 minute match, including commercial breaks. They just kept going. Was that, and before, those are, that was after mania their mania yeah. or was it before it? This was after it. This was like, yeah. the, I, they build it as like the WrestleMania rematch. It was just a couple months oh, later. That's right. It was such a good match and like to be able to experience it live as my first sort of as a as an adult wrestling show blew my mind. Greg, I know on this outline for this episode, it says you go third. I want to hear about yours, though. Okay. Yes, me too. I'm just going straight into it then for uh, mine was straight up a uh, it's my one and only actually live show. I didn't go to any more after this <laughs> for no other reason. I just we just never had a chance to go back. I was like 15 or 16 years old when I went with my dad. It was the WWE Raw show in Sacramento and it was the infamous show where The Rock just completely uh, uh, crapped all over my town. <laughs> oh. <laughs> where you got no no it's because he did his you know check this out check this out uh leaving sacramento it was the, <laughs> the the infamous show right before uh i think it was wrestlemania uh and i think it was against uh stone cold i don't know mm -hmm. if this was number two or three I, i'm assuming it's the third one because he had his like leather jacket uh, yeah mm -hmm. at this point uh but with that said, I just I remember that crowd and how we had to get quiet every time. They're like, shut up, shut because they're trying to get it on camera. Make sure you can hear him. He's only got his guitar. And then I just hear the line. <laughs> he comes back. I'll be sure to come back when the Lakers beat the Kings in May. And that crowd, <laughs> man, I have I have so many swear. I, I've, I've heard new swear words that <laughs> I've never heard before in that room. Uh, and they were just cheering and they, they loved it. And I just remember going, oh, well, OK, that's how it is. And uh, the rock just got up. It was a kiss and they walked on out of there. It was cool. It was a good show. That's about all I remember. <laughs> Now, I actually have a memory. I wasn't there, but I have a memory of this show because it includes my favorite The Rock moment of all time. 
And it's when, so Bischoff is having Stone Cold Steve Austin escorted from the building by the cops. And as he's leaving, you just hear in the background, Warden threw a party in the county jail. And The Rock with his guitar starts singing Jailhouse Rock while Austin is leaving. It's the, it's the silly, like... Well, one day we're going to do a spotlight on the Hollywood rock character because it oh, yeah. is, it's incredible. But like that moment of just this grin on the rock's face as Austin is being led away by cops so he could do the rock show is <laughs> the best. And yes, the like the crowd hated it. It was wonderful. Well, guys, uh, growing up, you know, a wrestling fan growing up, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, couldn't afford to go to shows yeah. because very expensive. My first show wasn't until like 1999, mm. maybe early 2000 mm. when WCW was taping nitro and thunder back to back. And it was like 20 bucks, 20 bucks for 17 hours of mediocre wrestling. You got to oh, sit there so and you can't leave. Yeah. <laughs> the only, like, I don't remember much about that show. Um, this had to be 99 actually. Cause I brought a Chris Jericho poster and he was not in, WCW at that time, like nice. early 99. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I had a, a poster that said, um, Mike, uh, above average Mike Sanders, you're excellent. <laughs> like that was, it was such a weird poster for a mid card <laughs> character. No one remembers. <laughs> Do you still have that? No, no, uh. no. Uh, the, the first show I really actually, I remember most of was uh, WCW Spring Stampede in 2000. Again, WCW, like I could have walked in for free at that, that point. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, wow, what a time. The arcade yeah, years. Was, oh. So that was like, that was the pay-per-view that was like a giant tournament for the tag team championships, the United States championships, uh, and the world heavyweight championship. So it was like just too many matches going on. <laughs> the only match I remember very distinctly is Terry Funk versus Norman Smiley for the hardcore championship backstage. Oh, wow. Which was 20 minutes too long. Wait, backstage. It was all backstage. at the. <laughs> I think, was this United wow. center or Rosemont horizon? I can't remember. It was, it might've been United center and uh, no Rosemont. I'm going back and forth where it's Rosemont. So, it's them backstage hitting each other and Norman screaming for 20 minutes. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. What a delight. There was a fire extinguisher used, and we love fire extinguishers was, on the show. Was Norman Smiley dressed as a football player at the time? Hockey player. Hockey player. Was a football player. Hockey. He, yeah. he was definitely in sports attire. Yes. And it, like out of all the shows I've gone to, um, even though that was my second wrestling show of all time, that just that super long moment of us sitting in the arena watching a screen to see a match was just like such a weird, surreal thing. It's like, why am I watching on a screen when I can, when things are in ring that actually Mm -hmm. kind of perfectly sums up WCW as a whole. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) This was before uh, I could drink too. Bishop's gone at that point. Is he? No, no, he's still there. Bishop's gone. No, so it's Russo. It's so it's Russo going, just keep it on camera at this point. Let's just, everything's on camera at this point. Yeah. It's crash TV. Yeah. That was that weird transitional time where like Jeff Jarrett became champion and then I liked it, that, you know, I really I don't know what it was about Jared. I liked that time or I liked when he got the title. But then I remember everything just falling apart from there on. It out. was the storylines were so weird and just didn't make sense. I did get to see the artist, though, which is Prince uh, Ikea, Prince Ikea. Yeah. As oh, the artist, which I loved cool. that gimmick. It was so weird and like 
perfect for me only. Well, I, I will say as as bad slash terrible as WCW got, they always still had some characters that I wanted to root for. Like, yeah, three count. Three count is cool. I love three count. Three count is mm-hmm. cool. Like it's silly and it's a parody on boy bands, but like it's still fun to watch. Now, now I just want to talk about my favorite live wrestling experience, but that's going to be a whole, that's a whole other day. That is a whole about all in. Yep. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to I thought we were going to talk about DDT pro. That's DDT whole, Pro's that, great. That is yet another segment coming one day. That is, and I will, I will preface it all in is my favorite wrestling event of all time because it's, it's the first show I got. I drank a lot of beer at <laughs> Matt. You need to go out and live more, man. <laughs> I heard I've heard so many stories of everyone at these. They got just trashed. I didn't get <laughs> trashed because I had to drive and I was driving someone back to their hotel who flew in from New York to see the show. Oh, wow. But I did Yikes. like that first hour and a half. I'm just like beer, 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 beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's like five cent beer night at these things sometimes. Oh, no, it was ten dollar beer night because oh. it's an oh. arena show. OK. This is why you need to be like me and go to a bunch of independent shows where the beers are $5 and they can get really hammered. Wow. There is no, uh, oh nothing out here for like that. There's no, no shows in the far West burbs except for like kids shows on Sunday mornings, wow. which are great, but there's no alcohol. Yeah, and also sleep. you're around kids. You don't want to get drunk around. Why are kids, kids weird? Why are kids wrestling? The kids aren't wrestling. The shows are for like primarily for kids. Oh, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Also new idea. Kids Wrestling Alliance. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Too dangerous. We're not doing it. The only place kids see that kind of drunkenness is at Wrigley Field. You can't go to anything for that. <laughs> no, you'll never go. Or Comiskey. Both of, or whatever uh, it's called now. Oh, uh, yeah. Comiskey, too. No, it's not you know, that. Welcome it's to Chicago. We're yeah. always drunk. Oh, boy. Let's close up that segment. You think we were going to replace that with an actual sound effect, but nope. Well, that was all really fun. So now I guess the only thing we can do is talk about something that's not fun. And that is the worst wrestling video games of all time. You've heard our top five. Well, you've heard Matt and I's top five. Greg, sorry. Before we get into it, Greg, do you have a number one wrestling game of all time? Well, actually, we'll just go into my list because there really are there are the games I've played. Not too many of them. They're also the best and worst. So I can oh, just <laughs> go fantastic. through Oh, we're going to fight. Yeah. Greg, yeah. we're not going to be friends after this. Oh, <laughs> oh, I know which one. Is it the two? OK, OK, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. All right. So then right. well, then let's just let's just dive in. Uh, we'll go one for one for one and I'll start it off. Uh, I So I bought an Xbox, an original Xbox for WWF. Oh, no. And then I sold the Xbox because what a horrible game. I sold Ooh. it and I bought a PlayStation 2 because Ooh. WF Raw on Xbox is disgusting. How It's terrible. We talked about this in the, on the best, I think. But you can also, for entrances for creative characters, you can import your own music. That was the one thing it had going for it. That's great. But they also That's did that awesome. in good games on Xbox 360. Yes, so WWF Raw goes in the garbage can. The controls were terrible. The graphics look stupid. I don't know what I was thinking when I went and got an Xbox. Like, I feel like I made a horrible mistake. What? And I, I honestly know what it was. I was ready to buy a next gen console uh, after GameCube or N64. Yeah. And um, mm. I looked at I looked at Smackdown on PlayStation and I looked at WWF Raw on Xbox and like I didn't really like I thought they were both kind of lame uh but then then I made a terrible choice I will I'm gonna drop uh, this on you guys uh, um because on my list I have two 2k games 
too. Oh, man. And neither of them are the ones you think. <laughs> uh, so the first one is WWE 2K15. Now, this was the first, I believe this is the first one where 2K had branded it is 2K. Maybe it was the second year. Mm-hmm. Regardless, I don't remember which one it was. Uh-huh. But I do remember that this was the year that the creator wrestler stuff was like rebuilt from the ground up. They scrapped so much customization. Um, mm. They remapped controls a tiny bit. They got rid of some matches. You can't do custom matches. This is the first time that like 2K really tried to put their stamp on the game. And it was like the most stripped down version uh, of, of the game completely. Because, you know, before that, we had the SmackDown versus Raw series. Yes. So this is the first mm-hmm. one where it's like, we're going to put our stamp on it. Uh, it's not very good. Was this also the year they dropped out uh, Create a Finisher? Yes. Oh. It's the game you love, except everything's gone. <laughs> no time to finish that. That's, <laughs> that's just, that's that just is, sell it. Uh, that is terrible. All my creator wrestlers that year are just like a dude who looks sad because you can't have more like the options oh. for like clothing was like, you can have a cool trench coat a flak jacket like the shield or shirtless like but what if i want like none of those ever why wouldn't you want those those all sound wonderful i don't want like you know my style i don't like making cool characters i like making like gimmicky dudes (laughs) yeah but like you can make like a cool biker no i don't want a cool biker i want a guy who works at best buy on a bike which i have done i've actually i've i've also made that guy his name his name is roger mine's son of real deal Nice. <laughs> uh Greg, what's your what's your first worst? Oh god, first worst. It's gonna be oh uh Ed 64's WCW. Because I was a huge WCW fan. I, I had to be dragged along to WWF WWE at the time because it was not until again, of course they uh were bought by McMahon yeah. that I finally came along to WWE at the time. Uh, before mm-hmm. that, I was huge WCW stand, and of course, I would buy anything I could or get it at a flea market for most of these games. Yeah. Yep. And, Same. And yep. And so there, it was hit or miss if they worked or not, especially the PS One games. It rarely mm. did. Um, WCW versus NWO World Tour. Ooh man, this game. Ooh. Yeah, I know the pixels. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm only saying <laughs> ooh because like this is one of my tops. <laughs> Yeah, one of my tops too. It's so good. It's amazing. It's so bad. It's great. <laughs> Can't I? I fully understand. I think I weirdly, I feel like I might have actually played a PC port of this, and it was, and I like could, the controls were somehow worse than they were um, on the N sixty four. Oh, it's terrible. The yeah. AI is a is a mess. <laughs> well, the one cool thing about this game was the they had tried to do this Mortal Kombat style finisher thing where uh mm-hmm. the character would just would dizzy would be dazed for hours and hours you can leave them there for as long as you want and then you can just <laughs> walk around them and then finish your specialty move uh and that's the one thing i remember from this game going okay i just got to get to the specialty move and then do whatever the hell i want i played the hell out of this just ray mysterio that's fantastic ray mysterio ray mysterio in those early wrestling games is so He's a, fun incredible it, it's there's nobody else you can pick on this game. I guess Sting, Sting too, but uh, mm-hmm. and um, oh god, Raven. Uh, he wasn't on this one though. I think Raven was on. That uh, was Revenge. Raven was in Revenge. Revenge, yes. With the with the flock. Oh, you want to play as Lodi, sign guy Lodi? <laughs> I did play him a lot because I loved that game. Uh, Chris, take us to your your next one. 
All right. So if you'll remember correctly, uh, when we did our top five, uh, WrestleMania, I believe it was 19, uh, was on my best of list from the GameCube. However, WrestleMania X8, otherwise known as WrestleMania 18 on the GameCube, is the worst. That was I I again this is a very this says a lot about me as a person. I bought a GameCube to play this game. Wow. I bought a GameCube wow. from Blockbuster Video who was selling GameCubes at the time. And then I bought uh WrestleMania X8 and I was like this is going to be the best and it's so ugly. It's ugly, the controls are bad, the creation suite isn't good. Mm. Um and this was this was right around the time that uh, the NWO joined WWE. Yeah. And so like this was going to be I believe this was technically the first game with the NWO in it, except uh-huh. WWE didn't secure the rights to the NWO theme song. So it's a weird remake of the NWO theme song that doesn't sound anything like it's it. like a weird Jim Even Johnson Hogan. version. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. And it, it's it, 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 oh, it it's uh, such a bad game. The Even- game is bad. Even on their actual shows, they didn't have the rights. I remember something when the NWO came out, they they played different music, at least for Hogan. He had a different Hogan had a Voodoo Child by Jimi Hendrix. Okay, Uh, (laughs) which must have cost so much more money. A lot. (laughs) Uh, All right, Matt, what do you got? Uh, I I just put a the generic title because this encompasses the whole series uh, (laughs) and it's Backyard Wrestling. <laughs> and I'm I'm mainly mad at it. I never bought it, but I did rent all of them at one point. Oh no! Hoping that it would get better. Like I'm like, oh, New Jack's in it. Cool. You know. Oh. It is. It's. It's not. It's like somebody played one of the Def Jam games and said, like, let's yeah. put that in the backyard, but make it a million times worse with just the worst <laughs> controls. And you just you. Like, yeah, you can. It also looks so it looks cheap. Bad. It's like 10 yeah. years dated when it came mm-hmm. out. Uh, it's like, oh, you can jump off a roof. Oh, you can hit somebody with a <laughs> mattress. Like, it's just such a bad backyard wrestling in general during that time was a, a, a cultural phenomenon. I hated so much. <laughs> I knew too many dudes in backyard wrestling leagues and mm-hmm. I went to some of those shows. Doesn't count as a real show, but <laughs> It's it's just dudes hitting wow. each other with things in the backyard. Like that's a fight. Juggalos and uh, what oh, yeah, else? There was some ICP uh, in there too. It, yeah, there goes the neighborhood. I think was. Oh yes, that is uh, one. That is one. <laughs> it is just the hottest garbage. And for some reason, I'm talking about it so angrily, but it's not my number one by far. <laughs> Greg, take us to your wow. next one. This is the one I'm super mad about. We're gonna have words. Oh, oh, are we talking about, wait, your next WCW, one, CW, the for PS one, or are we talking about, Oh no, sorry. I'm uh, looking at, the, I'm sorry. Just go ahead and say it. I'll get angry when I get angry. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, my next one up is, uh, for the PS one, it was WCW nitro. I'm not angry now. about that. I, yeah. I legitimately <laughs> don't remember this game existing. I do. Oh, it happened. It happened. And I played it at least, uh, for the first few months before it finally broke on me because I got this one at a flea market. I remember, I remember that clearly because at the time, again, I'm a huge WCW fan. So I'm like stings in it. Got to play it. He's my favorite wrestler. Mm-hmm. Got to get into this. And of course <laughs> there was nothing you could do. You couldn't really, uh, uh, change players around. Uh, they tried to do this whole backstage theme and there was like even segments where you would, uh, if I recall, you could even um, because, again, Bischoff was there. So they had to do like backstage segments for every character. Lex Luger's in it. 
they did the whole um, intros with the, uh, I think it was like real life cinematics. Yeah. Which only caused the game to freeze every time. <sighs> <laughs> I hated it. I, God. I will say on the positive side for this game, because um, this is the game that started a weird descent into madness with WCW games because they're it's the same company, I believe, but it was Nitro, then Thunder, then Backstage Assault. Um, oh, which I have thoughts yeah. about. But Nitro, the one thing I, lo- I loved about Nitro and Thunder was that the character select screen, you could hit circle on PS1, PS1 and an FMV would pop up of like the character saying, like, come on, pick me or whatever. And DDP's yep. was yep. always, uh, hey, 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 monkey boy, you want the best pick the man oh, with the yes. plan? D-D-P. P. And then, <laughs> Jesus Christ. The Giants, I remembered so many of these, so many of them. Uh, the Giants was like, you pick me or I'm going to choke slam you through. It was so threatening. Yeah. It was like this Immortal Kombat screen again. Yeah. Uh, every character up there, they had Ric Flair just going, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> Over. <laughs> Alex Wright's was him yeah. turning. So it was just, I mean, you guys can see video people at home camp, but it's just, hey man, Alex Wright here. And that's all I remember from it. I would just keep hitting circle he, and see him he, turn. Did he do the dance? The Alex no, Wright dance? No, he did not. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. No. What a waste. Hey man, Alex Wright here. Video. Chris, take us to your three. <laughs> all right. My number three is something you actually just mentioned, Matt. WCW Backstage Assault is just. It's offensive that this game, it's a wrestling game without a wrestling yes. ring. Every match happens backstage with like clunky gameplay. Like everything about it just, I get what they were trying to go for. Yeah. They were like, we, we want to sort of switch up what a, re- like redefine what a wrestling game can be. But in doing so, how do you have a wrestling game without a wrestling ring? Yeah. Where you can only fight backstage. Yeah. What is the point of any of that? And it's not even it wasn't even done like sort of platformer Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat style. It's still a wrestling game where you're walking around. Yeah. It just so happens to be you're walking around like a boiler room or catering or any anything that's not wrestling. Yeah. And I just <sighs> I never played those, but I know is uh, Goldberg was in that, right? That oh, yeah. was around the time because of also Goldberg slamming his head into the wall, uh, his doors, and coming out, <laughs> his only entrance thing. I feel like that was ins- very inspired for this. Oh, like, just keep him backstage. It's that, and it's like, it's it's that pay-per-view Matt went to with the, the entirely backstage hardcore title it's, match. Good Lord. It was like... Yeah, at least backstage assault. I think that was the end of the WCW video game era, where they're just like, we can't do it anymore, because... We started so hot. Well, they in the middle, they were so high, and then it was just a yeah bad descent. But I will say, it did have a really good uh, quality recording of the Wolfpack theme song, and that was that's great. all you need. <laughs> that's all I need. Like I would legit just sit there and listen to that over and over again in the days before Spotify and the internet, <laughs> and it was great. What you got, Matt? Um, so here's a game where I like, I like the version of the game, and I say like on. Uh, Xbox One, but the Switch port is the worst thing in the entire world. Well, it's the third worst oh, for wow. me. And that's WWE 2K18. Yeah. I had heard. Sorry, Greg, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm with you on that. Uh, <laughs> it's on my list, too. <laughs> uh, I had heard how bad the Switch port was, and then it was on sale for $5 on Amazon, and I bought it. Mm-hmm. It's un- it's literally unplayable. The The load times are insane. The matches are so glitchy and the frame rate drops so low. Uh, creating a wrestler is 
it took me a two hour plane ride to create one wrestler. And that's not trying hard like I do on Xbox. Like on Xbox, it'll take me an mm-hmm. hour to get like a good creator wrestler, taking my time, mm-hmm. figuring things out. Mm-hmm. Switch it was two hours and it was like it was me just like half heartedly doing it. It is a beautiful disaster. <laughs> I I bought this game knowing that you hated yeah. it. Uh, but we but we thought it might be fun. I think we were going to play it on our switches at New York Comic Con. Mm-hmm. And then we never did because it's terrible. It's so difficult. To I believe play. we played Stardew Valley instead. Yes, we did. Good choice. And that's also how we spent WrestleMania. In New York. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Playing Stardew Valley. Greg, take us to your next one. <laughs> I'm going to go with a WCW versus the world. Okay. And the reason it's on my it's it's great, but it also it's it, it sucks because they didn't have that many, of course, WCW characters in this game because they really wanted mm. to flesh it out with characters from, you know, across the world mm-hmm. uh, from Japan. And uh, good Lord, this game. And, and I if I recall when I played this one, uh, oh God, what was his name? Uh, I think there's a guy like it was like uh, Sherlock was in the game. Uh it was one of the samurai wrestlers. <laughs> That's one of the AK the, the AKI Aki guys. AKI yes. like Man yes. or like Brakowski. Aki Man, yep. Mm-hmm. And they had like it was like Ken Shamrock. This this whole thing. The guys I don't even know where to begin with this game. I I want uh if I had if I spent money on it, I doubt I did. <laughs> Do you still have it? Because I, I still want my money back. I don't think so. I bet it's in. My, I gotta go check my. I bet it's in a uh, like a box in my like my in my parents' house somewhere. Can I have it? Because I love that game. Yeah, oh, I will boy. grab it. Yes, I will grab. This it is how you. you get free things from your friends. Yep, <laughs> put them on no your worries. podcast. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> it's in a it's in a box of what Pokemon cards and something else. I have a feeling it's got to be in there and probably some like Power Ranger crap at the time. Ooh, Ooh. man! So I'll I'm give in. that to you guys. Can have all of it. I'll take the Power Rangers stuff. I'll take NW, okay. or WCW versus NW World Tour. Uh, okay. Chris, <laughs> take me to that next one. All right. I'm going to keep this short. It's just a game I don't like. I don't enjoy the controls. I think the art style is fine, but I, I played hmm. it. I found no enjoyment in it, and that is uh, WWE Legends of WrestleMania, which was just sort of an arcadey offshoot uh, outside of sort of the normal flow of wrestling yeah. games. They tried something different. They did something similar with uh, WWE All-Stars, yeah. uh, which I enjoyed a heck of a lot more. Uh, I just I I did not like this game at all. And I and it's a game that even bad games like Backstage Assault, I've gone back to as an adult and been like, this mm-hmm. is terrible, but at least I can entertain myself for a few minutes. I have zero interest in playing Legends of WrestleMania ever again. Yeah, I tried to bring out Legends, I think a couple months ago to try it out again. And mm. I just, I didn't, I hated the control scheme. I hated how you play it. I did love the art style, but it's just, it's not a good game. Yeah. Uh, I will take you to my number two. I owned a Dreamcast back in the day. Who didn't? Ooh. Great system. Yep. Uh-huh. I did not. Uh, however, there was one wrestling game on there that was a giant pile of garbage, and that was WWE, <laughs> or sorry, WWF Royal Rumble, which uh, the game oh. touted it can have nine wrestlers in the ring at the same time, which it could. But I think the roster was like 18 people, so Royal Rumble matches weren't fun. An 18-man Royal Rumble match is what they call half of a Royal yeah. Rumble match. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> oh, here comes The Rock again. Over and now, over. The, the Undertaker. Was, was was this just a port of that arcade? Yeah. It, 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 was, it was supposed to be a port, but it was stripped down. Oh, wow. So it was a I port. Remember, I remember... 
Yeah, mm. it was just it's just a very bad port. We'll put it that way. Like like 2K18 on the Switch. Yeah. Yeah. How about it? Greg. Greg, what you got? Oh, my last one on this list is still it's the same one you guys already talked about. Uh, 2K18. Good Lord. I, I even have a demo of that one. Couldn't get through it. Good Lord. This whole thing. Wait, regular 2K18? Not even the Switch version? No, it, it, no, it's the Switch version. I had only oh, the Switch okay. version. I downloaded the demo for that. So that's all like, guys, just I, I agree with you. It's that bad. We need to talk it up talk about it again. It's that bad. Like, how do you screw up a port that bad? <laughs> I how do you release a that, port yeah, that that if you make if you if you make that and then you release it that that's a it's, you have now, made a choice that's the last game for the switch wasn't it I think that was it that's the only one yeah. that's yeah. the only one they've released on the switch so far still waiting on that hot hot 2k 20 support no nah, that's not we'll happening Chris talk about Q, <laughs> 2k 20 for a second <laughs> <laughs> so that's that is my number uh it, I don't know if these are necessarily ranked in any certain way, but 2K20 is was for me a massive letdown because 2K19 is as close to perfect as a wrestling game has yeah. been in the last 20 years, I'd say. Oh, wow. Um, 2K20. So, Matt, full disclosure, Matt and I actually went to a, a preview event for uh, 2K20 and the build we played wasn't bad. It was fine. It was missing it was missing some features that uh were in 2K19 like create a championship, but it played. It didn't break down a bunch. The version that was released to the public on the other hand was Glitch City. So many things were breaking down constantly. Entrances, creation suite matches. And they've 2K has released a bunch of uh, sort of up, bu- patches and updates since then, uh, but I still can't play like a, a an elimination chamber match for a championship in universe mode yeah. without the game just dying. And there are so many little things like that. There are little little details that they that they missed in uh, the creation suite. Uh, the DLC is fantastic. They've released some really really fun and cool DLC. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't make up for the fact that like the the game, it was in its real in its originally released state was unplayable and it's gotten slowly better. But also the fact that they're taking this year off from that franchise tells hey. me like th- they know it was in bad shape. Yeah. We got some of the greatest glitch compilations, though, from that. Yeah, game. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I had tears in my eyes just watching some of the compilations for that one. Oh, I, st- I I love Googling D- WWE or YouTube searching WWE 2K20 glitch. It's so good. It's rough. All right. <laughs> All right I'm, Matt, I was just going to say, I'm, a def- I'm kind of a defender of 2K20 because it, it did get to a point where I enjoyed playing it. But I played you online a few times, Chris. <laughs> yeah. and it did not no go entrances. well. No entrances. No. But I think the creation suite is, is great for that game. Uh, and... I love the DLC, but yeah, there are so many issues with that. They should have taken a year off to just kind of um, repro recode the whole game, which, you know, and now they now are, they are, and that's good. And that's great. Yeah, absolutely. As I, so I'm looking at my, I guess it's my number one. It's not a number one. It's just, it's on my list of worst uh, and it's WWF war zone, but I can't remember if I'm confusing that with WWF attitude for PlayStation one. 
They're, I mean, they're both bad. Yeah. Weren't those also, weren't those also Nintendo 64 games? I do not remember because I was, I was playing PlayStation mostly at that time. Warzone's a 64 game too. Warzone I would, yeah. was a 64. Yeah. Regardless. And they, and they're diff and they were, those were also the basis of the ECW games. Yeah. My, my main concern with these games oh. is they tried to Mortal Kombat it up or like Street Fighter it up. And the way to do moves is you have to like input like down forward triangle X. And it's like, no, I don't want that. Like I want grapple, like a hard grapple. Like I want that kind of Uke's AKI or Jack's AKI stuff. No, Matt, you're going to input a string of 20 buttons and then you're going to do a slap. Yeah. But at the, at, like, it's like mm -hmm. at that point in time though, when I'm, you know, 16, 17 or whatever, and that's just the new wrestling game. Like I, I couldn't complain. Cause that's just mm -hmm. what I had, but you know, I've gone back and tried to play it since and been like, this is probably why I spent money on this. I spent mm. like hard working mm. boy money on this. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Ray's got nothing else. So there, there are our least favorites. That's it. We did it guys. We did it. I'm you... sad. I want to go play a good wrestling game now. All right, this is not a video game podcast, gentlemen. This is a wrestling podcast, and we have one more thing to talk about, and it's something Matt is very passionate about, and that is The Good Father. Originally, this was called, this segment when Chris and I were playing was called, Matt wants to talk about Charles Wright. And it was going to be like a 10-part <laughs> series of me talking about wrestler Charles Wright and his various gimmicks. Mm -hmm. Papa Shango, Kama Mustafa. Kama the Fighting Machine. Uh, <laughs> I can't say Machine. <laughs> But I'm 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 putting the spotlight on the good father, not the Godfather. And uh, Matt, Matt, how do you feel about the Godfather? I here's how it, it's a complicated thing. I don't like the Godfather. I think it's not great. It's for its time. It's it doesn't even age bad. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's worse. But Charles Wright as the Godfather, mwah. like he entertains. He's a man who embraces fully embraces a character, and he does so incredibly well. Uh, so let me take you back to July 24th, 2000. Godfather has been uh, doing his pimping thing for far too long, and he's still super over with the crowd, which is kind of crazy at that point. It had been, I think, about like a year and a half, two years with that gimmick. And uh, that's a that's a lot of light and fatties for that pimp. Daddy. Oh, God. Oh, God. No. Get no, it. No, he no, smokes no. weed and likes to. Oh, oh god okay but during that i mean I'm, I'm not trying to defend it by any means like that's just that was the culture back then it's awful but that's what it is that was the that attitude, was the attitude era. Era. so the godfather yep. was taking on bull buchan buchanan bleh, bull buchanan who was a member of the newly formed right to censor with stephen richards and right to censor was like hey we're ultra conservative and everything happening in the attitude era is the worst we want to change it uh, yes, the the right to censor the RTC was a t sort of a, a satire or parody of the Parents Television yes. Council, the PTC, yeah. who is taking WWE to task in the media a whole bunch. And so, yeah. if Buchanan beat the Godfather, the Godfather would no longer allowed to be the Godfather. He would uh, have to uh, give up his pimping and renounce his past. Oh boy, that's sad. <laughs> so yeah. during this match, uh, Godfather was out there with his hose. And Steven Richards super kicks one of them because attitude era <laughs> awful. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Uh, yep. And then Richards hits Godfather in the head with the chair, which helps Buchanan win. And the crowd, you remember when like Brock Lesnar beat the undertaker and the crowd was just shocked and like 
Mm-hmm. Just, you know, quiet. <laughs> it is, it's exactly the same for when Godfather lost. It wasn't allowed to be a pimp anymore. Is that same guy there with the, just his jaw? No, before? I love that guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a he's a national treasure. Mm-hmm. So the crowd's not happy and it's shocked and then it's over. Um, and this is kind of sandwiched in this segment sandwiched in between Triple H and Stephanie McMahon having a very weird, like sexually charged relationship, which is for the next like few months of the good father stuff. It's constantly cut in between Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. And it's really weird. Mm. Uh, so the good father is introduced on July 27th of the uh, July 27th episode of Smackdown. And I would like to um, normally this is would be where I just plug in the audio. Um, however, the audio is filled with the most booing in the world that you can barely make out what he's saying. So I have transcribed Whoa. what the good father said, and I will read it to both of you Ooh. and the people listening at home. Whoa. I point to my headphones like that makes a difference. <clears throat> Don't just read this, Matt. Perform I'm not going it. to perform it. That's for that's another segment entirely. <laughs> uh, so the Godfather sees. Uh, so we see once the women are gone, so is the love. Stephen Richards was right. I'm spending way too much time trying to ruin what's good here in the WWF, and you people cheered for it. I thought I was fighting for your rights, but all I was fighting for was filth. Parading hoes around. Excuse me, parading women around as sex objects. It isn't right. I tried to play off your lust. I was pimping just for the cheers. When I should have been... (laughs) Sorry, it's really funny. (laughs) (laughs) I was pimping just for the cheers. (laughs) (laughs) This is such a good segment. I really highly recommend everybody watch it. Let's try that again. I was pimping just for the cheers when I should have been trying to set a better example. Love is not for sale. Love is a gift. Love is a privilege, not a commodity. So knowing that, I finally got one thing to say. I'm sorry. Don't you people realize what you're cheering for is wrong? Never again will I contribute to the moral demise of what this great country of ours stands for. Jesus. My eyes were shut so tight that I could not see any of the trash in front of my eyes. I could not see what what I was doing was wrong. I did not see that the great people, I did not see what you great people can't see. And that is Stephen is right. The WWF will be better off, believe me, if there are no pimps, no hoes, and selective censorship. This is an I... A plus segment. It is so good. Wow. That's a great speech. I love that he equates uh, being a pimp to, quote, fighting for our rights. (laughs) And also, he never insult like this is it's such a brilliant heel promo because he doesn't insult the crowd. He tells them, like, I can change you. I can make you better. You people are great. You could be better. I, but, and and he says it from the point of view of believe me, I was one of you. I know mm-hmm. it's perfect. And what did the crowd do? What did the crowd do? They booed. They booed. <laughs> it doesn't help that he walked to the ring to sirens. No, the sirens. Ah. Warning. Okay. Warning. Okay. Warning. But you know, you're taking uh, the Godfather so is good. the epitome of the Attitude Era in many aspects, and you're taking mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. character and completely completely flipping him around to you know, joining right to censor. That's something that's the exact opposite of what the attitude era represents and taking him and moving him over there. Like Charles Wright just nails this character, nails this speech. This is one of my favorite mm-hmm. things from late attitude era is just this weird turn. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. It was, it was good. And the right to censor did exactly what they were supposed to do. They made you hate them. And I loved them back then. <laughs> it was like, yes, yeah, perfect. Well, and that- <laughs> 
And that because they were because they were so good at what they're doing because they did the same thing to Val Venus. Yeah, Val Venus. Like Val Venus's yeah, character to. was a porn star, and he also turned his back on his former ways and became a censor. And it was an so, Ivory so well who done. was in Glow. <laughs> like because Ivory didn't really represent yeah. anything bad, or I'm sorry, what they deemed as bad. Um, but she was also one of the best wrestlers in that group during that time. Yeah, I'd say like yeah. most underrated because you talk about Trish and Lita. You don't no one really talks about Ivory. Yeah. Um, so one, but for real, res- but respect to Steven Richards uh, super kick because it was a good one <laughs> to the hoe. No, no, no. Just a super kick in general. Oh, yeah, anyway, I was. He's he's also a super underrated guy, I think, for that yeah. time as well. Well, and that and, and that's like I wouldn't say it of Bull Buchanan, but I would argue that like the rest of that group were all made up of underrated, underappreciated wrestlers. Yeah, completely agree. So, yeah, uh, it worked. One week later, Godfather comes. I'm sorry. Good father um, comes out and the hoes are protesting at ringside. And what's kind of crazy about this on uh, on Raw is that if you watch um that's like a guy jumps into the ring from the audience and the camera cuts away it's like he upset the audience so much that like someone tried to attack him yes oh god um he i mean that's bad don't do that we do not support that he cuts another quick promo i'll just read this quick uh please people please you people just don't understand what we're trying to do for you. We want what's right for you. Listen, if you people would just give Steven a chance to listen to him, you might make sense of it. I know I did. So like, this is amazing heel work for a dude. That's mm-hmm. not just like, yeah, your local sports team is not very good. The good father will be sure to come back when the Lakers beat the Kings in May. Yeah. <laughs> How long did the right to censor last? About a uh, year and a half, two years. Wow, I think Jeez. it lasted. It lasted a little bit. I had it loaded up on my screen. Now it's gone, so I don't know. Um, I, be- I believe it was about two years, maybe a year and a half. Because they okay. went through, okay. they went through like five different people. Uh, out of the ones we talked about, so it was Bull Buchanan, Stephen Richards, Ivory, Val Venus, the Good Father, and the Cat was in it for like a week. Oh, that's right. They tried to turn the Cat. Yeah. It didn't stick, though, because the cat didn't like wearing a lot of clothing. Apparently not. If I remember correctly. But it's a, <laughs> what a time. It's a stable that was ahead of its time. And I think what really helped accomplish that wasn't just Stephen Richards and Bull Buchanan. I think that Charles Wright portraying the good father really helped move that along because that was the real turn for that group. And mm-hmm. Wright just really embraced who this new character was. Like he's a team player more than anybody else like during that time. And he did it during a time when The Godfather was still very popular. Yes. That was a big risky chance he took. Risk a chance. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Do you do you hear that, guys? Oh. What's that, Matt? I don't. Oh. What What's is it? That's the show coming to a close. Oh, oh weird. again. How does that happen? How does that non-diegetic music keep becoming diegetic? That's so weird. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, well, Greg, if they want to find you on the internets, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at GregSpotThomas. You have the best Twitter name out of anybody at GameSpot. It's it's, it's very, nope. very good. <laughs> um, also, Greg, you host a podcast through GameSpot called You Should Be Watching. Uh, yes, I recommend do. it. Tell me, tell me more, even though I already know what it is. 
So you should be watching is basically our show where we recommend uh, things for movie, television, and anything out of the norm that uh, you should be watching at this very moment. And we just go through our daily, weekly like routine too of what we're watching at the moment. That's not something we're working on for work. So I won't be talking about like Star Trek because obviously I'm working on that or Twilight Zone most of the time. I'll mm. try to find something else out of there. So a lot of it right now is uh, bad reality television. <laughs> I don't know why I haven't been on again, because I love bad reality television. I watch 90 Day Fiance religiously. Actually, I will ju- I will say I was actually just on You Should Be Watching to talk screen movies at length with Greg and Chastity. And it was great. And, uh, and Greg brought up 90 Day Fiance, and I immediately thought, like, oh, Matt. <laughs> that was my only thought about it. <laughs> Chris, where can they find you on the internets? Uh, I am at Chris Hayner on Instagram, Twitter, and anything else that matters. You can also follow us on at WrestleBuddies all over the That's place. That's right. And you can follow me on Twitter at I'm Matt Elfring, I-M-M-A-T-E-L-F-R-I-N-G. And guys, and if you can do us a favor, please do a us. very, very important favor, jump over to your podcasting platform of choice, leave us a rating and a review. And I'll, you know what, I'll even go with Matt this week and say you can give us any review you want, any rating you want you want it to be five stars that's fine if you want it to be one star i mean i guess i mean you can do but it like, no one's stopping you but also just yell at me on twitter about things you don't like and i'll change it on the show i probably i won't change it but i'll listen i'll listen I'll we're good listeners i'll sarcastically yeah. reply back because it's the internet <laughs> well guys that's been wrestle buddies for this week come back next week where i'm figuring out robocop's wrestling tips in the ring how does he get his workout no, going no robocop is gone segue straight into that (laughs) oh no this is all staying in greg i don't think you realize i'm not editing out any of the side talk (laughs) (laughs) welcome to to wrestle buddies greg (laughs) like i gotta get up uh go use the restroom you're gonna hear that in the back no okay all right (laughs)